Star Wars 7x7 episode 771. We regret to bring you this episode because it deals with some very tragic news, although not entirely unexpected, it seems. Kenny Baker, the actor who brought R2-D2 to life, has passed away today. He was 81 years old. According to CNN's report on it, his niece Abigail Shield had said that Kenny was ill for years with a lung condition. The BBC reports that it was a respiratory issue. I guess it amounts to the same thing. It was a problem that plagued him for a number of years, and ultimately what prevented him from playing the role of R2-D2 in The Force Awakens. He did serve as a consultant to the role that he made famous in 1977, and which he went on to play in five other movies, of course, Empire, Jedi, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. And for you trivia buffs out there, Kenny also played Poplu the Ewok, and that's the Ewok that steals the speeder bike outside the shield generator bunker in Return of the Jedi and draws most of the biker scouts away so that Han and his commando team can break inside. And though he became world famous thanks to Star Wars and the role of R2-D2, that was not nearly the beginning of his career. Here's the bio on his website. He says, I was born in Birmingham in the UK on the 24th of August, 1934. The Shaftesbury Society in London helped me overcome my height difficulties. They are a Christian group which cares for young people with disabilities. I started performing in 1950 at the age of 16 when I joined the Burton Lester's Midges as a performer. Shortly after, I became a DJ with Mecca Organization before joining Billy Smart's Circus as a clown and shadow ringmaster. Later in my career, I toured the country for nine years doing panto and ice shows where I met the Queen. After leaving the ice, I formed a musical comedy act, The Minitones. My friend Jack Purvis and I later became nightclub performers. Jack would also go on to star in Star Wars. The role of the robot R2-D2, for which I seem most recognizable, came in the 1977 film Star Wars. I would go on to perform in all six Star Wars films, as well as documentaries relating to them. In 1978, as R2-D2, I put my footprints into concrete outside Grumman's Chinese Theater in Los Angeles, Hollywood. I've worked with many comedians, including Dickie Henderson, Leslie Crowther, Ken Dodd as a Diddyman, Little and Large, Russ Abbott, Ben Elton, Dick Emery, and Dave Allen. I've also been on 321 and Opportunity Knocks, and even met Laurel and Hardy. Obviously, there's more than a little modesty in that bio. In addition to his work on Star Wars, he also had roles in Flash Gordon, The Elephant Man, Time Bandits, Amadeus, the Oscar-winning Amadeus, I should say, George Lucas's Willow, and Jim Henson's Labyrinth, as well as many other feature films, TV films and TV episodes, voice acting roles, and a few other very famous Star Wars things as well, including Star Tours, the Muppet Show, Stars of Star Wars episode, and who could forget the Star Wars Holiday Special. As you might imagine, tributes from all over the world are pouring in. On the official Star Wars website, the story about it includes a quote from George Lucas, who says, Kenny Baker was a real gentleman as well as an incredible trooper who always worked hard under difficult circumstances. A talented vaudevillian who could always make everybody laugh. Kenny was truly the heart and soul of R2-D2 and will be missed by all his fans and everyone who knew him. Kathleen Kennedy's quoted as saying, We're all saddened to learn of Kenny's passing. There is no Star Wars without R2-D2, and Kennedy defined who R2-D2 was and is. He will be greatly missed. Steve Sansweet of Rancho Obi-Wan said, I knew him for nearly 20 years, and he was always ready with a smile and a handshake. Thanks for being there for the fans, Kenny. And Mark Hamill said, Goodbye, Kenny Baker, a lifelong loyal friend. I loved his optimism and determination. He was the droid I was looking for. The amazing thing about Kenny Baker and about R2-D2 is that when you cast your mind back to the original Star Wars, you realize that R2-D2 carried the heroic weight of the movie for a very significant chunk of it for that beginning to get us into the movie, a very all-important situation. 
And sure, Princess Leia masterminded that by putting the plans into R2 and sending him on the mission, but then she got captured and stuck in a tower and was taken out of the action. So R2, dragging along 3PO, had to make stuff happen, had to put this plan in motion that brought everybody together to destroy the Death Star and help the Rebellion win its first significant victory against the Empire. And unlike Anthony Daniels, who had a humanoid robot body in C-3PO that he could use to make gestures, he could talk, and he could have inflections and intonations, and otherwise create a nuanced kind of human performance, Kenny Baker had to manage to do that while being stuck inside a tin can. A gentleman named Dennis Pellegrom, who interviewed Kenny Baker for his Star Wars Interviews website, talked with Kenny about his performance and about how you could tell when Kenny was on screen versus when it was a remote-controlled R2-D2. And according to Kenny Baker, it's by R2's extension leg. When they were using that, he says, they swapped R2. I can tell when I am in it because I know the way I move. For others, it's hard to tell. The R2 I use is the two-legged one, the one that reacts to dialogue. When it is moving, chasing, or rolling, no way my R2 can do that. That one has the third leg, the motor and the steering device. And further on, Kenny says from the direction standpoint that George used to shout, look left, look right, and wanted me to project emotions like happiness and sadness. And he conveyed so much more than just happiness and sadness. Pride and courage and determination and fear, worry and stubbornness and loyalty. All of these emotions conveyed in tremendously nuanced ways. You never had a doubt that R2-D2 had a deep emotional life and was very connected to the characters that he worked with. And because of that performance, we are so incredibly drawn to him, so incredibly connected with him, so incredibly excited to see him on screen, and we wouldn't feel as strongly as we do about all the times that he saves the day if it weren't for that performance. I remember getting into the theater in 1999 for The Phantom Menace, and I knew R2-D2 was supposed to be in the movie, but I had no idea how it was going to happen. And to have him suddenly appear on the Queen's starship, popping up to try and help get the deflector shields back online along with a whole bunch of other astromech droids and seeing them get shot off of the ship one by one. As soon as he had that deflector shield up, well, I'm telling you, even as I sit here talking about it to you, I get chills thinking about it. I welled up in tears because it was just such an incredible joy to have him back, to have Star Wars back, and it really hit home when Kenny Baker and R2-D2 were on screen. It's going to be very difficult to imagine anybody else assuming the role of R2-D2. And I know that's strange to say, considering that R2's a droid and we never see Kenny Baker's face. But we know, don't we? You know and I know who is really inside that little tin can. We know who's conveying the emotion. We know who is drawing us deeper into the story with the secrets and the mystery and the mischief that he conveys. So, a very sad day in the Star Wars galaxy. Kenny Baker, R2-D2 to us all, passed away at 81 years young. Goodbye, Kenny. This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.